podcast listeners. If you hear my voice right now, I need you to do something for me. I want you to take out your phone or on your computer, go to Apple Podcasts, search for Ask Your Old Head Podcast. You'll see my, my logo, my little picture, my little image there. Find the show. Please rate and write a review. It's a small thing, but it helps others find this work and find what I'm doing here. And it really, really matters, uh, as small as that may seem. So if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show, I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Peace. Peace. This is a Good Brothers edition of the Ash Your Old Head podcast with Justice Rod G. One love and respect to the family of George Floyd, uh, to all the, the community out in Minnesota, and um, you mean the people everywhere that need some love. Peace. Peace. I'm Majestic. My brother Justice, what's happening? Man, I'm good. I'm good. It's a, it's a, it's a morning for recording. And um, so in light of, I think it would be, it wouldn't be a way to not talk about the outcome of the, the Derek Chauvin trial. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, I would say a lot of people were waiting with, um, with apprehension around what would happen. I'll start out our conversation by saying when I saw the the number of police officers and police leadership that were testifying against him, I knew it was a rap. Mm. And Lisa, I was confident that it was a rap and that, um, you know, and I, I, I would say, I mean, one, there's not a lot of these actual trials where police officers are tried for, for what has happened on duty in this fashion. Um, but from just the experience that I do have, usually when you have other officers like, yeah, what he did was not what you were supposed to be doing in multiple forms, and especially leadership, eh, pretty good chance you're not going to make it out of this, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and I thought that largely the, at least to what I knew of it, um, now I, I, I say, well, before I say that, what was some of your, you know, like, where were you, what was, what was sort of your own tracking of the case? Like, were you... Um, I tried, you know, I, I think I'm at a space in my life where stuff I don't have like explicit control over. I try not to obsess over Mm. because the more you pay attention to it, the more you kind of have, I mean, I think everyone should have an investment in making sure that there's justice, accountability, whatever terminology you want to use for something that happens so often. Mm-hmm. However, you know, outside of was the prosecution good, was the defense bad, right? Right. <laughs> uh, and 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 did they obviously prove what everybody saw? I tried to keep my myself kind of separate from it. And I will say, and this is just because of the reality of America as we stand, that like from three thirty Eastern Standard Time to about five o'clock was some of the most stressful time I've had because. Literally, you knew that every city in America was a powder keg. Right. Right? That, like, if that came out wrong, that every city in America was going to have possibly violent interactions with police that night and for the next couple of days. 
right? Like yep. it was it was literally like that. So yeah. there was a part of me that's like, oh man, I, I was literally on pins and needles for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing that you hear or lawyers will say or kind of traditional perspective on law is kind of like this um this feeling of the quicker they come to a solution sometimes that's good for the defendant sometimes that's good for the prosecution mm-hmm. yeah. so the faster it happened you kind of think that means there weren't holdouts right right and if, if there weren't holdouts that means that literally there were people who saw it and, and were thinking a very similar thing so that's that's kind of what I would say that I generally, you know, was like wasn't like paying that kind of attention, but that last hour and a half between hey, we have a verdict and what the verdict is was was really stressful. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I and I, I actually want to build on that a little bit because we my you know, at work we were we were actually having a team meeting and like right going into the team meeting, it was like, oh, the the, the chauvin verdict's gonna come out like like, or the verdict is in, but they're not going to announce it, you know what I mean, for, like, 30 minutes or not. Like, you know what I mean? So, at right. the time we starting the meeting, it's like, oh, shit, they're going to announce this verdict. And if it if it do go the way people don't want it to go, you know, you know, I mean, a lot of people emotionally, you know, and rightfully so, invested in the outcome. I mean, and we were also in the midst of, um, you know, a young man was was was, was murdered overnight. On, on Monday here, I guess, or Tuesday morning, um, you know, who was a lot of folks, you know, in our work were, were connected with or knew. Um, so, you know, we were, we were dealing with that, you know, making respect and love to his family um, and those that love him and, and my teammates. And, um, and so we got that energy. <laughs> and then this thing where it's like, you know, this go to go the way, this go the other way it's going to be a mess. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, I mean, it, as much as I will, I do undercut the, the national narrative of Portland as this, like, you can't drive your car past nothing because it's Antifa terrorists and, and uh, <laughs> proud boys fighting on every corner. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> dystopian nightmare. Um, that's not the case. However, if this had, you know, it would have been, it would have been, it would have been people in the streets <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, like the big, the big, the big, the big showing, you know what I'm saying? The way um, folks was in the streets last year, you know, you know, uh, at, at, the, at the high thousands numbers, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, if, if, if that man had been made not guilty <laughs> of those, 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 those charges, um, the, uh, but other than that, like I said, I, I, I just, I, I think with you, I've also, I mean, I, I, I'm in the habit with these matters of, of trying to get enough to know what's going on, but not trying to like sit with it and like relay in it, so to speak. Like, oh, I got to read yeah, every article. Man. I got to read everything. I'm going to go watch all of it. Like, I don't watch the videos of these things unless, unless it's, unless I have to. You know, like either like you know, building with the kids or something, and they they want to know. Like, I mean, I said kids, my kids. Like, like I watch right. the video and I'm trying to sort it out. You know, what I mean, kind of thing. Then I watch it so that we can be in the same headspace and talk about it. You know, what I mean, or you know, but otherwise, I'm like, this is not. This is not something that is necessarily healthy for you to get an understanding of what to do. 
about this, right? Because right. you know what the you, like you know what it is, you know, for someone. I mean, if you've seen it before, you know what it is for someone to be harmed, and especially to see someone being shot. Um, and you I know mean, the trauma. I mean, I think, yeah. and and I think it's it's a it's a challenge because you know we didn't have you know it's, it's I think it's hard for people to remember that we didn't always have a twenty four hour news cycle. Yeah. Right. That there was a time that like something happened, it was a special report, and then they went back to the television show. Right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, like, and now back to Jeopardy. Now, yeah, and now back to Three's company, or now right. back to like who's the boss? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and so this idea of omnipresent media, and we've talked about this with social media stuff, I think it it, it has long-term negative effects of the trade-off of omnipresent information mm-hmm. because you're constantly reliving a thing that again you may not control the outcome to right so if you think about the level of anxiety it fosters in people only to come down only to go back up and i know we'll talk about that in a second but i just think like that feeling of it um is a broader long-term challenge in people's appropriate not appropriate but people's possible responses to minimizing how these things occur mm-hmm. and so i mean on that note you know i mean i mean just for the record i'm pleased with him you know <laughs> being found guilty on all the charges mm-hmm. and you know I, I will lose no sleep um you know i'm not i i i empathize and i understand the the larger moral cause of my brothers and sisters as it pertains to abolition of prison <laughs> um also I, that man can't be out just living life <laughs> after right what, what he if you got rid of in. prison if you got rid of prison where would he go right like we you know so whatever our whatever the future holds <laughs> he would be involved fully involved in 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 that uh in whatever the retribution or the um the the outcome that would wade from you doing such a heinous act. And I'm curious, I mean, I think the other four, because I know their cases are coming up, I don't, mm-hmm. any of them testify against him? That that I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, because I was, I, like I said, I, I tried to learn enough about the case, but I wasn't like watching it like, yo, this time, oh, 4, 4 3.30, time to turn on the trial. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's not my, that's one, I don't know who has, I don't have time for that, but two, I wouldn't want to do that to myself. Um. In the 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 was it, did you have any other thoughts just about the, the like the trial itself and that like that world of like is it going to be over? um well again it's a constant you know kind of and it's interesting when you think about it like the first trial that we saw like the entire trial I felt like in this I got to go back and make sure I'm historically accurate was OJ mm-hmm. right so essentially the last twenty five years we've been used to seeing trials, right? Like the entire trial on television. Yeah. Um, What I saw or what people represented about who was talking and what they talked about, generally, I thought that the prosecution did a very good job um, of who they brought up, who had the conversations, how they responded. And as the Overton window of what we think is okay in America in regard to race has shifted in this case ever so slightly, you know, 
the, the honesty that people had on on the stand was really important. Mm-hmm. Right. The the you know the lack of the ability for the defense to turn people into non-human or one-dimensional or flawed you know uh, witnesses was really really important. And to your point, and you can take this positively or negatively. You do get the feeling that the system just decided that, and what I mean by the system here (laughs) is the set of people who have an interest in maintaining kind of like police's current space to do what they do because of how they may feel like it is a position that is so difficult and things happen so fast. But I think there was a general thing between the, you know, the chief and police and, and just a general Thing across the country, if he's trash, like send him to the gulag. Like you know what I mean. Like, like they were prepared to sacrifice him at the yeah. altar of of accountability, right? Um, and so I think you saw a couple of those things happen in a way that was unique. Um, that also connected with what you saw on screen. Yeah, and and I think I mean it just just reference back to the because I I think like uh, I mean I believe really like if I remember right, what happened with OJ became really the I think maybe the court TV as like a channel that yeah. just was trials all the time. I think it may have <laughs> nascently existed, but I don't think you know I think it, you know by you know by the early two thousands. You know what I'm saying? I mean I used to work in 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 the in the customer service world of, of television industry or the television providers, so I know it was right. a channel. And people would would go, yeah, I need that court TV. Like people that like that, that just want to watch court yeah. all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talk about you know Judge Joe Brown or divorce court. I mean, you had fake court, yeah, because you used to have fake court, like divorce court and all <laughs> them, right? Court, it was which I called. That was like, yeah, divorce court was super buck wild, right? But that was like kind of like fake court, right? It was like yeah. court, but not court. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, court playing into the dimensions of like people's problems, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Versus it's, just like I want to watch a judge <laughs> render a, a, a judgment. Right, like, like, yeah, this so the case, this case, you know what I'm saying? So my man over there, he robbed the bank, but in actually robbing the bank was a kid. Like, it's like, whoa, whoa I, I, like, I don't want this extra stress in my life, but you know what I mean? In, in any event, just the idea of, of public proceedings of this nature as as entertainment is a is a strange, is a strange, a strange, that's a strange one when you, when you, if you put too much, put a little thought into it. But, but so like that, um, just bringing it back, the. I'm always concerned with 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 the voyeur, you know, spectator value of the of this sort of situation in that, you know, there's real stakes if if this case goes in a way that people are not happy with um, their stakes, and even if it goes the way that people are happy with, you know, you know, and I think we should get to that the. the like the how do you say the people that had the think piece or they had either the, the think piece for if it if it if he gets convicted the think piece for he doesn't get convicted written <laughs> right to right. as soon as it happens as soon as they get the verdict and, you know down to folks in their various levels of social media sharing you had the this is my tweet for if he doesn't get convicted this is my tweet if he right. does not get convicted which would both either you know more than likely would go you know the one tweet is like see no, da, 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 da. and then the other one will go. I mean, it's just one. This just one case. This don't. This you know. So I, if I can, if I had a nickel for all of the, you know, white supremacy, you could sacrifice one of their own for the, da, 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 you know, every, everybody 
you are not the first person to think that. Just in case you didn't know. Well, that's the that, but that's the the Truman Show of this whole social media thing. You're you're sharing your thought as if this is like the raw, unadulterated truth, right? Like you are the source of what others won't say, right? Yeah. Until you recognize everyone's saying it, and then you just retweet what they said. Yeah. <laughs> because now all of you are the real source of you. You are the real conscience of our country, right? You are the, the the person that's figured out how to deal with this problem in a way that nobody will tell the truth but you. Yeah, it's it's like all right, you know, and, and sometimes you know maybe some of the people are prominent in a way that I'm not connected to, so therefore, like I don't understand why it's significant that they're saying it. <laughs> But in any event, you know, this is this is sort of the the behavior, right? This is the experience that I was expecting. Um, You know, definitely people, there was still demonstrations here. I mean, and also there was demonstrations here. You know, there's 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 like a there's a there's a crew that is the is the is the we still demonstrating nightly crew right now. Mm -hmm. Like every night they got you know something. Um, And then you know, and then there's been some recent things here. um, You know, people. You know, speaking to it, but the wanting to see the you know, at least I think about it like this: it, it's three days later, four days later, and you know, I mean, it, 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 the experience of Black people in America isn't over. Yeah, you know I mean, but the actual parameters of what happens with 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 that case and that man, you know, have we 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 move you know, to the next, right? So now folks will be eyeing and watching the trial of the other, the other four. Um, Now, my, my question, and I think it's actually from a policy and operational perspective, is going to be very interesting how those cases play out because the, because they speak to a duty of care of other officers while working together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And if your, you know, your fellow officers are doing something that goes over the line and what is your responsibility or duty to interrupt or stop them? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I don't know if you saw a couple of weeks ago, I think she, I think she was a New York police department officer who had actually got like fired, I think it was like 17 years ago for for stopping uh another officer from choking, you know what I'm saying, you know, someone that they had apprehended or what have you. Um and a citizen, you know, a human, a person. Right. And and them retroactively going, yo, we was wrong about that. We shouldn't have actually fired you or, you know, whatever, you know, the exact penalties that they, they laid upon her for stopping him. <laughs> right. Killing that, probably killing that person. Um, so like that to me, in terms of what the experience is, what will be expected. I mean, we've seen a couple states take, you know, in qualified immunity, you know, within their state. And say no, nah, like if you something goes out of pocket, you're you're not just going to be automatically protected. Um, which is a reminder. Like I like to remind people that the various legislative bodies can actually make new laws <laughs> that make stuff that may have been ruled this way or that way um, by the Supreme Court. You know, no longer the rule because you know ultimate authority lies with Congress. <laughs> you actually to make the laws in our country. That's how civics works. So everybody go go read read about how the stuff's supposed to supposed to operate. Um so and with that know. though, with that I think it's important to remember that that's why Republicans, generally speaking, the Republican Party and conservatives or people who have an interest within that particular party, as well as some Democrats, made sure to control state level 
politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because those are where, you know, those things occur. And then Republicans on a national level do, you know, work to make sure that you don't preempt the states. Right. So if you think about it, it's a really smart uh, political strategy. Right. Get power at the state level and then spend all your time at the federal level saying you can't preempt the states. Mm-hmm. Right. So therefore, whatever the state says, and then so many of our states, because of demographics, tend to be dumbbells or tend to be urban centers where you find, uh, you know, black folks, indigenous folks, and people of color, as well as uh, liberal slash progressive white folks, and then a whole bunch of other folks, a whole bunch of folks who are think differently. Yeah, and, and some of those folks could be black. Indigenous people of color as well. Right? I don't want to, yeah. you know, I think we should sometimes be careful about framing it like every black person is a Democrat or agrees with democratic orthodoxy because um, yeah. it's not true. But so I, I, I say that to say that I think to your point about qualified immunity in this shift, I think in cities you see a shift, but in states, it's still been difficult to see that shift. Um, and I think states that where the demographics have changed is where you see the shifts like Virginia. Starting like I think last week, you know they can't stop before U-turn, can't stop before broken tail light. You know there's a whole bunch of host of things that are generally where some of these um, police citizen interactions begin that they have uh, eliminated on a state level because Virginia now the House of Delegates and their state Senate is, are controlled by Democrats. So it, it just reinforces like kind of caring about all levels of your civics and not just the civics that pertain to situations like the trial, but like civics beyond the trial. Yeah. So, um, I mean, in other sad revelations or occurrences within, within the context of the timing of the trial, um, you know, we had two additional, um, you know, black people killed by police in, in, um, while this was happening, you know, and, and, and I don't want to dwell in it no more, but very long, but I just want to iterate that, you know, in terms of the, 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 the larger systemic matter, right. The macro level matter, I guess my macro might be a better way to describe that, that, you know, when we talk about, you know, people dying at the hands of police, we are talking about a macro issue. We're talking about an aggregate the whole country, you know, looking at it. Um, Cause in, in, in any one individual outside of though, in Columbus, I think that's the fourth black person killed in the last fourth month, four months by an officer, you know, of whatever yeah. level or, um, you know, whatever the situation may be. Um, the, you know, the, I'm sad to say that the clock is still, <laughs> um, still hitting you know, from when we first, when we talked about this, when, when, when the original incident happened last summer, last spring, that, you know, sadly, you, you, you if you're monitoring, you're going to see one pretty regularly. And, it, 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 we, you know, we didn't make it out the summer without additional deaths. We didn't make it out of the fall and we didn't make it out the winter. And <laughs> now we're not going to make it out the spring. Right. And so just for folks that are struggling to understand, like why black people as a group, 
or as as a focus as a, as a group, I would say I feel comfortable saying that. We'll go. We we are concerned about black police officers continuing to kill us. You know, whatever the circumstances in the actual incident is still a result of someone being not alive. <laughs> so whether they were right. guilty, not guilty of a crime, whether they were doing something they weren't supposed to be doing, whatever, they don't have the opportunity to sort that affair out because they're not with us anymore. And that's not a reasonable risk level that we should be asked to like be okay with. You know what I mean? I think that that's how I would phrase it, you know, for people, you know, to, I think to try to get to the pinpoint of what is at the, at the heart of um, folks' angst and anger. Now other people may, may frame it differently, <laughs> but that's how I would frame it. And yeah. so, I know, mean, I think there's just a lack, one thing I'll say about that, there's just a lack of, a lack of safety, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's a variety of situations that enter that end up with police citizen interaction or police and black citizen interaction. I think it's important to reinforce that people are citizens and should be afforded the right of citizenry, right? That's not just black people. It's not just black bodies. It's a citizen of this state, mm-hmm. right? Which automatically should endow you with certain as they say, I'm not a lawyer, but inalienable rights, right? Mm-hmm. But the conditions in which this continues to happen would point you to that citizens of a particular color continue to run up to a place of a lack of safety as far as it pertains to the interactions. Now, I want to be, you know, I want to be thoughtful and say, if we think about all the possible police citizen interactions in a day versus the people who were killed it's still a relatively small number, obviously not infinitesimal or any of those hyperbolic statements, Mm -hmm. but small. However, in reference to the broader society, the fact that the numbers are higher point to a fact of a broader lack of safety. If it is a lack of safety because of laws of being able to stop somebody because of a tree, of a, a, a century, if it's the something that passes where I'm going to say and not go too far into it, where there's a collective failure of community. And then, but on top of that, even if there is a collective failure of community, we do not expect that the people who are paid to protect people, that it would end up in a much similar way um, that other police citizen interactions end up, right? Right. So, so there's just a lack of safety. And a lot of us have internalized the lack of safety mm-hmm. and managed the lack of safety. It's just something to be said for groups of people who are no longer internalizing and managing the lack of safety um, in the way I think past generations have. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like part of the calculus of our lives. Right. Right. You, 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 you instituted other, you know, functional countermeasures to, to make yourself, to get, make yourself more safe, you know, from. Yeah. Oh, well, I you just charge it, to, you charge it to the game. Like you, right. so to the point where you charge police acting in inappropriate ways to the game, if you will, which is an important statement there to the game. And so people are not. And so they're just to your point, I think you said in a very clear way. And for me, it's just that lack of safety. It's the lack of safety. No matter what's happening, we don't know how this uh, interaction is going to end. Right. Mm-hmm. Where we should generally assume that 
except in certain extreme cases that everyone comes out alive, whether you're guilty or innocent, right? Because the court systems should actually find out if you're guilty versus a somewhat what has become an extrajudicial space of of some police officers. Right. So. So, um, from there, I guess the only, you know, my, my only other, like my other big thoughts, I mean, and one, just while we're having this conversation, much love and respect to, to George Floyd and his family and, um, and, and everyone that was close to him. And hopefully this brings some, some measures, some additional measures of, of closure for them, wherever they're at, you know what I mean, in their, in their ongoing grieving process. Um, you know, for you, in your early estimation or even look at this, because I, I don't know what the, um, you know, I guess circling back to like sort of the commentary <laughs> on, on the matter, you know, do you think that this potentially points to, you know, some, some broader, you know, acceptance that, you know, we, we, that, that the, we've, all right, here's a better way to frame. We've talked about, I think in our previous conversation when all this happened and then some subsequent conversations over the last year about sort of the price of doing business as it pertains to these matters right mm-hmm. and so like well you know this is how we do things and occasionally the police are going to go too far but we'll we'll do a settlement with the family hopefully and you know keep on pushing <laughs> like we'll just right, right. keep on going um do you think there's a potential for really some some more, you know, leverage change sort of in, in whatever that 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 equation looks like, you know, based on 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 this man being actually yeah. Found guilty. So I guess I want to touch on a little bit this you know what emerged at this conversation of social media of justice versus accountability, and so I watched uh, Attorney General Ellison talk. Um, and he was the first one that kind of talked about, you know, that justice is about restoration. Mm-hmm. And that this was a part of accountability on your way to restoration, right? Mm-hmm. So he didn't juxtapose justice and accountability. Yeah. He kind of shared that justice is a fuller, more robust um, state, right? As you know. It's right. a fuller, more robust state of existence, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, where accountability is a part and parcel of the more robust state. It's interesting that once it started being shared, it started to be this dichotomy of justice versus accountability. It's saying justice just just is one part of accountability, not acknowledging that we have operated without accountability. Right, that the cost of doing business was so low that there was no accountability when someone dies other than a civil suit, right? Like no one had to face going to jail if you did something criminal or did something some of you perceived as criminal, right? Right. <laughs> and it is almost assuredly assured that you were going to get off, right? So I think in that. And I'm on the top of the eight here dealing with, you know, the process of being positive. If you had an example of accountability, it starts to reinforce that there can be accountability. Now, right. I would argue mm-hmm. there's, this is such an obvious, somewhat almost called extreme case 
that you would assume there would be accountability, but millions of us thought there was not going to be, right? So I think accountability is a path to justice. It doesn't mean that justice can never happen. It doesn't mean you got to be all mad and have the, you know, the, the crabby face, right, about what happened in the trial. It just means if you start to see this happen and you think of a restoration of the citizenry of all people, then that's a good thing. I think in this case, and I don't know how it's going to go for some of the other ones, I think some of the other ones are going to be much more, frankly, uh, perceived as hazy mm-hmm. and perceived as what's happening in the space of um, of the process. That, you know, getting this sense of we if we see it and know it, that someone pays the price, I think that's important. So I think that changes a little bit. I think some of the laws that are changing change a little bit. And I think that, frankly, the cost of doing business culturally shifts. Where I think sometimes some officers are going to think twice about some of the things that before were normalized. Yeah. Right? Like, and I think that's a, that's a good thing. Right? That's a good thing that you think about okay, I really want to get into this. Where before it's like, hey, I make a decision. If I mess up, oh, I messed up, but I'm a cop. Versus, no, you know what? I just, I can't just do whatever I want to to this person, right? I I literally can't. Because there's, you know, there's some accountability. It's being taped, it's being seen, and I have to deal with it. So, you know, I just wanted to touch on that because I think, like, it got, justice and accountability got so juxtaposed that was almost like if you had any sense of relief or any sense of contentment, even in short term, that you were insufficiently woke. Right, right, right. And that you, I mean, that's me, me, me being justice. Uh, uh, I got the thing and I'm like, well, well, damn, how's anybody ever get to spend time with me? Is like, <laughs> like, well, how do we, yeah, I mean, because I'm very, you know, well, I mean, you know, it is, it is our way. You know, I'm very particular about like, well, what are you saying is the end goal to know when you get there? Like, right. In all things, but particularly in this. And, 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 and I don't think like the, the determination to create a binary, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, I'm gonna make, like, this is not like, like, I mean, it was, you know, to the degree where I saw many a person saying like, there's like, there's basically, there's no possibility of justice ever. Right. Which, which, you know, my mind goes to, well, hmm. So y'all want to be in perpetual pain? And we might as well close this shop down. Like, Shit. What, again, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> should, I, should, I, <laughs> should I stop? Stop being me? Should I stop being lighting what? the world with my, with my positive I'm energy? Like, I'm like, all right, man. Well, I guess. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, and, and I, you know, I can understand it. You know, people being in, you know, fraud and, and, and in despair or anger or upset and, and in various um, grief and, and these things and people saying things that maybe they don't, you know, they don't mean in full. And, and I dig that. I dig all that. Um, but it's like, I, I'm very, I'm very, I'm invested in, in understanding the exercise of, of, of liberation as it pertains to what, how you talk about where you're going. <laughs> mm. Right. And if you, and if the way that you, you know, are, are, especially our kids, but also like everyone, they pick up on if, if the only like if the answer is always it basically you can't win, 
it's almost like that you, you you subconsciously start going, yeah, you can't win, so I'm not really going. Why play? That's right. Yeah, I'm not even going to play all like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, to see the the eventual society that we want that, that, again, creates the parameters, right, you know, that we set up the rules and the policy, so the parameters for, for broad opportunity for us to be able to live or how we need to live are there, you know, we have to be a proactive force in our own experience and and then setting the tone uh, to to the external you know entities that we have to move through with and by um that yeah here's how you can be so that we can do our thing and and you not be impeding upon it <laughs> you know what i'm saying if you know you don't have to join us you don't have to be in coming to our functions you know what i'm saying but you can't use your your undue position position size um you know historical advantage due to uh, you know, an, an, an imbalanced <laughs> at, at a minimum history to, to interrupt, you know, our own, you know, work to, to improve the condition and, and the quality of our own lives. And this is like, for us, you know, I'm, I'm always very concerned, like, what is our messaging to ourselves? What are we saying to ourselves? What are we telling our, our young people? You know, the, the struggle of of protests and civic action are great works but they're not again they're not the end goal <laughs> the end goal is the ability to live a life you know that that is reflective of your value system and who you are and have and, unrestri- and unrestricted by systems and in right. it, it, it according to your color or orientation or gender or nate you know country of origin or any other thing right you know what i'm saying like that's that's what I would, that's what I want. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to just be able to be like, I, I was out there and I was in this ongoing protracted, you know, fight with you, whatever entity that may be. Um, I think it's very uh, interesting too. And, and I think, you know, I, I think that there is an, and it's at least my own messaging in the places where I need to engage. And, and, and like I said, to, to confirm again, for the record, I've, worked in service programming and services work with youth families involved with the criminal justice system for the last, you know, almost decade. And I, so I talked to police officers. I have a relationship with, you know, all the, all the different parts <laughs> of the apparatus as it were. Um, and, you know, one of my, my, my things for any police action is about what is the accountability structure, right? What are the, what are, if, if you have police deployed in a certain way and they're doing a certain thing, how, if something is uh, like, how do we know, how do we check, right? Because as a program, as a programmatic person, to get any money for your program, you got all kinds of stuff they checking. <laughs> checking where you spent the money, how many, who your staff are, <clears throat> you know, now, you know, it ain't, it ain't the, uh, the eighties or the nineties no more where, <clears throat> uh, I, I think a lot of them times, you know, a person with, you know, without certain things on their record or without a certain, uh, what do you say, uh, academic background may have had a hard time getting an opportunity to even work, <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying, with young people or people that may be, you know, involved in, in the streets as the, as, the, as the nomenclature would go. Uh, we've moved a lot further there, but there's still that aspect, right? And, you, you know, program and service providers are pushed to, to prove that what they're doing is working, <laughs> right? 
where, you know, the other pieces of our apparatus are not really, I mean, they're asked to study themselves, but there's no, there's no threat within there that they that like, they're going to shut down. <laughs> like, like if, if, if we don't see improvement, we're taking the whole police force off the street for two months so we can re reassess how we need to do this. Like that right. never in the mix, right. For the system, the DA's office is never like, yeah, man, we haven't really prosecuted a lot of cases of this nature. We need to shut the whole thing down for three months and to, to have an auditor come in and decide if we should still be prosecuting. No, like the, the system, the, the state, apparatus keeps moving you know and i ain't saying that it needs to or doesn't need to i'm saying we need to understand that as a functional process where community entities you know advocacy whatever have you if you were depending on funding partnership with a county or a city or state um, or federal funding you know you got they i mean especially if you do any federal program you do an og ojdd ojjd ojdcc yeah yeah, grant you know what I'm saying? You got mad paperwork. I mean, all federal, anybody's ever been involved in a federal grant of any kind, you know, you know, and, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I think it's good. You, you, it's the people's money. You need to make sure that you're doing the right, you're doing your business. I think as, as a community members, we often, it doesn't appear that police, um, parole, probation, you know, these other entities have the same level <laughs> of, of public accountability. Um, and, and, you know, really tying in though on on because I think some of those other pieces would would tell you like actually they don't like to be tied in that they're law enforcement they they have their they're a service <laughs> that does a different role and and I respect that um, so so I think that there's something there in terms of like at least the uh, if deployed and communicated correctly um, especially the to police authorities or units or forces that may be a little bit like feeling as if you know, all of this is overblown, you know, you know, and some of that in, in a sense, at least as it pertains to killing people, black people and other people, you know, in the line of their work, it may be true. They may not have killed anybody in that department for years, or, you know, maybe it's only one or two in that particular, you know, municipality or whatever, but all the other stuff, right. Where people do not, you know, are struggling with the presence and the role that police play, you know, how, like we really have, we had to be able to get to the place where we can go like, listen, yeah, yeah, you didn't, you have it, your department has not killed anyone. <laughs> that doesn't mean that people are not, are, are are pleased with how they experience contact with you. Um, and I think accountability, though, is is the, is the, is the first, is the thing that people just really want. They want something goes well, you know, officers want to, you know, people want to give officers credit and love and, and assist in, the, in those services, credit and love. When things don't go well, we want you to own it. <laughs> They go, yeah, that didn't, that wasn't, that wasn't right. And we need to assess the act- activity of the officer. And then we as leadership need to access, did we set this set up, this situation up right? Right. Was the training, was the, the way we've deployed, what we've talked about to be the focus, like, cause all those things are the things that as any other, in any other work that is public facing, you would assess the activity of the individual and then how they were aligned, positioned and what they were told, set out to do. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm optimistic about it. I'm definitely not, I'm not pessimistic because I'm just not a pessimistic person, but, um, you know, I'm just going to stay in my, 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 like, I will, I will watch and observe <laughs> to see if we, we see some movement. You know, I think there's, 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 I think there's opportunity. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, you never know. It's America. I mean, things could go bad quickly um i think though um to circle back on that 
do you have any thoughts on like why did why did so many of us go to this like accountability versus justice dichotomy like i think we're we're all we're all pinging off of each other's needed skepticism of systems and we've turned it into a kind of like a what was it the, the kid and the peanuts that had the uh, rain over them at all times. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, the Pigpen? Pigpen. Was, he had the dust with him. I think it was another kid. But okay. basically, the person that's like the system of, yeah, don't nothing's going to change. Because we, we, I think to some degree, we've accepted this permanence of white supremacy and racist systems in a way of like, nothing changes until it's all gone. Mm-hmm. And my personal perspective is that that's not true. You can't tell people who may have been alive in the 1900s that like the world we got today is <laughs> wouldn't have been better than the world they had then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still permanence of, of 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 systemic racism, but it can be more or less pernicious, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on the situation. So I think we've gotten to this all or nothing idea. That again, unless then, you know, or like the very statements to we're all free, none of us are free. Right? Mm-hmm. Which sounds good, but there's different levels of freedom, right? Mm-hmm. And to say that no one's in totally free or exist or, or experiencing freedom, and so everybody is experiencing freedom, kind of can frame the space of more just the permanence and lack of change versus kind of from an organizing perspective, you know, you got to keep people in the mix. You got to keep people in play. And it can't be all negative if you want to keep people in play. Yeah. Right? You got to give people the next thing they're going to and why they're doing it. Yeah. And and take the small win and build on the small win. Not douse the not douse their joy with your reality bites. Right, right. <laughs> You know what I mean? But again, I think social media has a unique way of doing that because you're getting exposure to these thoughts that people have that they think are the socially appropriate thought to have. Yeah. Right. And so, like, again, from an organizing perspective, it can be a challenge because you've you've created a space where people think saying nothing going to change. Why participate unless in dysfunctional ways anyway? Because I think there's a population of people, uh, how should we say, in our um, proletariat, <laughs> who are who thinks like, man, I ain't going out there unless it's an opportunity to crash some shit up. Because ain't nothing going to change. They've accepted the permanence of white supremacy in a different way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. so I just think we, you know, from an organizing perspective, we have to be, you know, thoughtful. Um, and you know, and, and not and not go there. Um, and it is a small victory in the broader sense of it. But again, for that family, for the situation, to de to defuse the powder keg that was every city in America because of the what happened, and because at least when the the verdict that was reached, that it it made common sense with what everybody saw. That's an important step. Yeah. Any um 
only I thought I, I well I had two thoughts. One that hopefully be a little more uh, levity. Uh, one though I thought about was definitely because, and I didn't watch every blow by blow of the defense defense's case, but it but it, it it felt like they went for the big bad drug drug addled black man big you know. Oh man, the drug yeah, addled, they, they... drug addled beast. We can't control him. Like like that whole they went for that whole play, and the jury was like, "Come on, dog." <laughs> oh no, nah. they went to they went to classic tropes, right? I mean, essentially, the the defense's only option was to go to tropes of black people that he had drugs in his system, that he had had COVID, and that he was sick for all these other things, and that basically, since he was just a flawed, sick individual, you never know. Right, it happens. Which is a wild convergence of black trope stereotypes that he was simultaneously the 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 super superhuman strength, supersized, dangerous, you know, black monster of your nightmares, and he was sick and feeble and weak and brittle internally like, at the same time. Inside, that's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying so. Like that. I mean, that's a crazy. That, that's a crazy set of things. You know. Um, that you know. Uh, you know, or wild or you know what have you that that that's that's strange that strange mix they tried to pull off you know what i'm saying so i mean if if to whatever and i don't i don't know the composition again of the jury but i'm sure i'm assuming it's minnesota pretty sure it wasn't you know a whole lot of i mean it might have been some sprinkles <laughs> you know what i'm saying if it was my you know what i mean i'm pretty sure that the, the, yeah. the complexion and the composition <laughs> probably fit the fit what 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 you would expect in a, fit minnesota in minnesota yeah. you know what i'm saying um so, you know, I think that's a, in terms of the minds of the people perspective, that folks maybe didn't fall for that one. You know what I mean? Because that, you know I mean, that's been a reliable construction that you can come in with, with, with a black person, you know what I'm saying? You know, specifically, you know, generally, you know, to a person, other persons of color, I, I, I think as well, although I think the flavor is a little different depending on, you know, the other, you know, ethnic uh, potential origins and structures mm-hmm. and nationalities. Um, but definitely with black men, you, you got superhuman strength, be violent by nature, you know, and then he was on drugs, so he was uninhibited, you know what I'm saying? Like, so therefore, you know what I mean? We had to do whatever we could to stop the big black beast, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is a, that's still a, a, an idea that is in play <laughs> and an idea mm-hmm. that, uh, that backs, that backs up, um, sort of the assumptions that the decision making that has to go, has to, has to follow in order to deal with that entity. Um, you know, at least if not, are not sound, should be given a moment of pause to think about that they could be. And so I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that, um, you know, maybe for whatever reasons, I can't cite any particular reason why those people didn't. I mean, well, I guess I can say that I'm like, yeah. And, and this, I guess, is my only other retort to the, the folks that are like, yeah, you know, come to like the, the, the political op- cap, the the elected official comments that have been said that were said, you know, or at least were put in articles to have supposedly been said either to the family or to the public or whatever, um, may provide some sort of grounds for his appeal. My other thought is that everyone saw you on a video with your knee on an ass mech for nine minutes. Where, where on earth do you think that given the conditions, man, you, hey, next, you know, don't you know? Maybe you shouldn't have been in the habit of putting your knee on people next. Like, uh, you know, I, th- I think that there's a pretty strong <laughs> case to go. Like, yeah, whatever, man. Get 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 out of here. Go and sit down. So, hopefully that that will stay in that place. Um, yeah. 
And then uh, I guess my other, like I said, more, more, more levity. Now I didn't see the moment. I, maybe I can go back and watch the video of, I guess the the um, the verdict being given because the the snapshot of his face, where his eyes definitely read like, oh snap, they finding me guilty. Like I don't know if he really thought he was gonna get off. Yeah, it's a, like you said, it's America. Anything can happen. It's like kind of like, wait, hold on. I really got detention. It's like you, know, you was a kid, like you did something, and then they then they called you down to the office. Like they really called me down to the office. You gonna call my mom? What? <laughs> like what? This, this, this is very. This, I don't get my mom called for this. Yeah, you do, Jack. <laughs> you do now. <laughs> and so my man, you know, and and you know, clearly acting with a sense of conferred power or societal power mm. made him feel like he could take liberties that a jury found he could and should not take. Yeah. He became, he realized that when his face lit up, like a kid that got their mom called when they hear the verdict. Yep. You know what I mean, and and again, that's the that's the accountability and the broader challenge and the yeah. broader opportunity, yeah. right? Did you see both at the same time? You know what I mean. I'm not going to focus on the obvious opportunity. I'm going to focus on the accountability we got that day, what it showed, and what it could possibly mean going forward. Again, not assuming that the other ones will end up like that. Yeah. Man, all right. Well, I mean, I think we, I think we covered that. Well, I think we appropriately, you know, and uh, yeah, everybody, you know, listen, man, let people have their place of celebration, even if you feel that it's misplaced. Yeah. Because that keeps them in the game. Absolutely. Right? Any movement that's filled with a whole bunch of unhappy campers, if you learned anything from the civil rights movement, you got to have a North Star and you got to have some joy and some thought that you're gonna you're gonna get to there. Yeah, yeah. If not, you're not gonna do it long term. So yeah. So um, you know, um again in closing, you know, respect and love to the family of George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Uh, respect and love to um, you know, other folks, uh, families across the country that are that are in the midst of or still dealing with the reverberations of past incidents. And um, you know, maybe see uh more accountability in the, in the near future on these matters. So, My man. With that, I say peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Good Brothers. Thank you to my good brother, I'm Majestic. Thank you to you, the listeners. Please uh, share, you know, rate, subscribe, um, leave a comment, something down there. And, um, you know, help us keep this thing moving forward. Uh, we record the podcast as regularly as we can and uh, try to be caring and honest in our commentary and feedback and thought, deliberation, what have you, on the topics we cover. Hope that you found something of value uh, that is meaningful for you. Uh, you can support the podcast by becoming a patron on Patreon. Just search for Asher O'Head and you will find my little logo and an opportunity to support there. You can also support by purchasing a sweatshirt or other item from the Etsy shop. Um, again, if you search Ash Old Head on Etsy, you will find the work, the business, so to speak. Um, again, one love and respect to the family of George Floyd, um, folks all over the country that are 
uh, managing, dealing with the challenge and the, and the trauma related to, you know, these events um, and, the, and the death of, of citizens and, and people um, at the hands of police. And then, you know, in any event, man, just be safe, uh, make good decisions, and we'll see you soon. Peace.